Do you love your pet? When you think of your dog, cat, bird, horse, rabbit, or any other companions, what makes memories flash across your mind? Do you smile? Could you go on and on about how much they mean to you? Me too. I am going to share my experiences while including some pet lovers we meet along the way. As we share our passion, we would like you to join in. Let me hear your stories of the pets you hold or have held close to your heart. Let's begin this salute to some of the best friends we could ever hope for. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Get two free audiobooks with your free trial over at audible.com. Link is in the description. We've all heard of guardian angels, but we tend to believe they were only around 2,000 years ago or longer. What if our dogs, cats, birds, any pet we have is our guardian angel? Think of the times when you've been down in the dumps. You come home, you have that unconditional love. To me, that's a guardian angel. Maybe the spirit is trying to tell us something. So I want to talk about some special guardian angels in my life. And I want you to think of the ones in yours. Many, many years ago, in the uh, 70s, I'd always wanted a St. Bernard. Now, in Florida, they tell you not to get a big dog. A big dog will not last a long time. It's so hard on them. But my girlfriend, Karen, at the time knew I wanted this dog, and she surprised me with this St. Bernard puppy. I named him Rebazar for a Tibetan Ekmaster. And this dog... I know, your dog's amazing. There's no dog like your dog. Well, there was no dog like my dog. But being able to train him, he was housebroken in one day. Within three to four months, I had him trained to hand signals. I've never been one to give treats to dogs to get them to do things to do. But, and those of you who are close to your dogs will know what I'm talking about when I say this. It was telepathy. Look at him, he looked at me, he knew what I, I wanted. I wanted to go out, I knew that. Hand signals, voice, it was amazing. I'll show you some pictures of him. We're going to pop a few of those up. You can uh, see he's a rescue dog, a St. Bernard. A little story about a St. Bernard. Uh, he was short-haired, and all the original St. Bernards were short-haired. And the reason for that is when they're in the Swiss Alps or in, anywhere in the Alps that the ice wouldn't stick to their hair. Well, they crossbred them with Newfoundlands, which had long hair, and found out they could not use those as rescue dogs because the ice built up on the hair. So that idea didn't work very well. Uh, but what a great breed, what a great dog, a protector, a sweet dog. And uh, when I would travel, he take him over to my mom's. I never had to worry about protection for my mother. Uh, he was just very unique. <clears throat> and I lost him. I had come home from a trip on July 4th, 1976. I will never forget the, the date. Uh, and he had uh, died from heartworms and trying to give him all the medication you can back then. It was not as simple as today. I've never had a dog since then. I just couldn't bear the loss of that dog. And those of you who are dear to your dogs, and your, you know what I mean. 
I, if I start talking about it too much, I'm going to get too upset. But I know you have those special stories. can be a cat, can be a bird. Think about those guardian angels you have. And all through my life, animals have been very attracted to me. My daughter always says, well, Dad, you're so calm. They just like you. Apparently that's so. Here's a picture of a dog showed up in my backyard one day. I'm sitting, he can tongue hanging out. It just happens all the time. Cats in the front yard, cats circling. It's just, it's an amazing thing. I feel very blessed to go through those experiences. Have you heard the term, well, people look like their pets? Well, they really do, a lot of them. Got a picture here of a fella. He's wearing black and white. His dog black and white, and he kind of looks like his dog, or his dog looks like him. Interesting. And, and they've been whole videos on people who look like their dogs. It's a lot of fun to see. But I want to tell you one of the most unique experiences I've ever had. One morning, I was on the back porch with my late wife, Sandy, and we had a bird feeder, and we were talking about all the different kind of birds that show up. And I said, you know, I'd like to go out there, and maybe one of them would land on my hand. She said, Jim, stop it. You're not going to do that. I said, well, you're probably right, but I'd like it to happen anyway. I let it go, didn't think much about it. The next morning, I get up, go out to get the newspaper, and there is this multicolored bird that I had never seen before right in the driveway. So I just glanced at it when got the paper came back. The bird had hopped around the rocks I have out front near the front door. So I decided, well, why not? So I slowly went up to the bird. The bird moved a little bit, moved a little as I got closer. And then I put my hand out, and the bird landed on my hand. I said, well, I asked for it, thanked the universe, and talked to the bird a while. I figured the bird would fly off, so I'm going in the house. bird would not leave me. I went in the house, poured my coffee, went on the back porch, and the bird sat on my hand. And I'm talking to the bird, thanking it again for this great experience. I said, well, you've got to go. So I go outside. Set the bird down. The bird gets back on my hand. The bird will not leave me. I don't know what I'm going to do. So after a while, I finally got the bird out, got in, closed the screen door before I could get back in, and eventually the bird left. Well, my wife came out. I said, Sandy, you're not going to believe what happened. So I tell her the whole story. She sits back and says, Jim, what a crock. You think I'm going to fall for that? I said, it really happened. It really happened. So luckily I had my phone with me. And I handed her the phone and she just gasped. She couldn't believe it. And I'll show you that picture right now. There you see the bird on my hand. I think it's even the same cup I have right here. Living proof. Well, I went into Birds Unlimited to buy some bird seed and told them the whole story and people working there uh, Birds Unlimited looked at me and said okay what's the punchline and I showed them the picture they said we have never heard of anything like that 
So those are those unique things. that, And it's probably some of those things have happened to you, too. And we'd like to hear from you on that. A friend of mine, Frank Stillman, and I, there's another animal story where I can't remember where we were going, but it was probably in the 80s, going down a country road. And we got near, there's a few horses in the field, and this one ran toward the fence and stopped and lifted its head up like, what are you guys doing? So I pulled the car over, and we got out and went up to the horse. And this horse loved Frank. And we tried to leave, and every time we wanted to leave, it, it would make a fuss, you know, come back. And so we rubbed the horse and played with the horse. So anyway, I've got a picture of Frank here with the, uh, with the horse. And I used to do a television show with him called What's Your Opinion? And we had a chimpanzee on one time, and this chimpanzee wanted to go home with him. It was hilarious. <laughs> and the owner says, well, he can't go home with you, but... Uh, he had that same attraction or has that same attraction with animals as I do. My daughter Michelle got a dog uh, from the shelter, rescue dog, and he was petrified of men, uh, obviously been abused. And so her husband, could, no man could get near him. But finally working with him, one day I put my chair out in the backyard when she had come to visit and sat down. And William eventually came around and sat down beside me. So I was blessed again with another visitation. I can pet him. And after a number of years, he's not nearly as scared of men, doesn't like a whole lot of them. But those are unique stories that happen to us about our animal friends. And you may have birds, cats, obviously, reptiles, uh, Golly, pot-bellied pigs, you name it. We seem to love I'm Actually, the only animal I have right now is Bigfoot. This is my this is my guardian angel. It's a little Bigfoot. He gets bigger. Two more stories I want to tell you. Uh, one of them is about a hawk. Actually, a lot of hawks. There's a friend of mine named Susan, and she and her late husband, John, would always see hawks. So... Every time she sees a hawk now, she says, well, there's John. He's watching out. There's John. And I want to tell you, every time I'm with her, it seems there's hawks everywhere. So the Indians believe the spirits come to us in different animals and birds. Maybe it's true. I'm not sure. Well, I'm going to end with a story that you're going to think, or may think, I should say. I don't know how you think. It's totally unbelievable. Impossible. Uh, goes against maybe many things you think about humans and animals. But when my daughter was four years old, I was wrestling with her on the, on the floor like, like fathers and daughters do. And as we were rolling around, we sat up, and she stopped. And she looked me in the eyes, and I saw something, and I didn't tell her what I saw. But when she spoke, I knew she saw the same thing I did. And she looked at me and she said, Daddy. I said, what, Michelle? She said, I remember when we were lions. I'll leave you with that. Love your animals. They love you. <laughs>